Welcome to the Positive Soul Podcast. I'm Jacqueline Kadamian, and I am so excited to have you here. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and business coach for entrepreneurs who want to launch and scale their business. This podcast is all things mindset, manifestation, and business. I am beyond excited to have you here. So let's get into another episode. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the PS Podcast. It has been a while, about three weeks since I have recorded an episode, so thank you so much for tuning in and patiently waiting for me. I have been behind the scenes creating my manifesting course, which requires a lot of talking and you know recording for me, so that's why I haven't been on here as much, but we're back and I actually have a really good episode for you today. Before we get in, though, I just want to say happy holidays. Thanksgiving just passed here in America. So I want to say thank you so much for listening to the podcast, patiently waiting, you know, being a part of my community. And I cannot thank you enough. And 2020 will be such a great year for all of us. I just want to say how thankful I am for you. And also with the holiday season coming, today is the 1st of December as I'm recording this. I wish you happy holidays. And if you're looking for a really good holiday gift, I did want to mention that my soul therapy journal is 10% off and it is such a popular gift for good reason. But so many people have loved that journal. I hear from so many people who say that it's helped them so much. So I just want to say, you know, soul therapy is available. You can click on the show notes. It's 10% off and it makes the perfect gift for someone in your life who's special or for yourself. If you want to start off 2020 fresh, the new decade, then you definitely want to check that out. So I'll put the link in my bio for that. Alrighty, so let's get into today's episode. So today's episode is going to be different. It's going to be more psychology based and it's going to be about negative thinking but we're going to take a spin on it. So as you guys know, you know with my background as a therapist, I have done tremendous work with people on negative thoughts, limiting beliefs and all that fun stuff. So as a coach now, as well as a business coach or whatever it is that I'm teaching, negative thinking and mindset work is a crucial part of my teaching. And this is because I have just seen through therapy, you know, through my education, how important it is for people to shift their thoughts. So I thought that I would come in here today and blend in some of the psychology world with the coaching world, because a lot of these things I'm going to talk about today are just, you know, things that people don't know. Maybe you've never heard of cognitive distortions before. Maybe you've never heard of these negative thinking patterns. So I want to talk it through with you. And then um, whenever after I talk it through, I'll give you some tips for what you can do if you have any of these thinking patterns. But today's episode is going to be really meaningful because like I said, a lot of people don't know about this stuff. They've never heard it before. And it doesn't matter what you are trying to manifest. Negative thinking affects every single person. So it doesn't matter if you're in business. It doesn't matter if you're focusing on your health, your relationships, whatever it is, every single person can relate to this episode, can get something from this episode. So this is why I wanted to share this episode today and share more psychology with you because I know how beneficial it can be. Okay, so without further ado, I'm going to be discussing eight cognitive thinking distortions, traps. There are different words for it, but you might hear me say cognitive thinking 
thinking traps, cognitive distortions. It is all the same thing. And I'm going to explain how each one of these manifests and take a note, take a mental note if you find yourself having any of these. And, you know, like I said, at the end, I'll go over some tips for reframing your negative thoughts. I do have a free worksheet that you can use for that. And I'll let you know how to get that. Alrighty, so we're going to talk about the eight different types of cognitive distortions, cognitive thinking traps. The first one is all or nothing thinking. Okay, so this is thinking. These are negative thinking patterns, by the way, all of these, where you see things in either extremes in black or white terms. So what this means is you see something in very extreme form. So something that's either all bad or something is all good. Now, many people, when they think about themselves, they tend to think this way, um, working with business coaches and entrepreneurs. I know that many of them have all or nothing thinking you know it's if I don't get 10 clients that means I'm a total failure or if I don't meet this goal of my weight loss right now that means I'm a total failure so examples of this and the way it manifests is I'm either going to succeed or I'm a failure notice in yourself if you've ever had this thought pattern before because it can be very harmful because that's not true that their things are just in extremes. There is a middle area. There is a gray area. You know, for example, if I don't manifest love by this day, then I'm going to be single forever or I'm going to be alone forever. So this is that type of way that this thinking pattern manifests. And notice in yourself, like I said, if you have all or nothing thinking, because the truth is there is a gray area. Things are not in extreme forms, but our human mind will tend to make it in extreme forms in order for us to, you know, the fear comes in, the limiting beliefs come in. Okay, so that's number one. Number two negative thinking pattern I want to talk about is personalizing. Now, this is when you take things personally, even when they don't apply to you, right? So personalizing can be, let's say your partner does something wrong or upsetting, you take that onto yourself. Or if you are a mother or a father, you know, let's say your child gets a bad grade, you blame yourself for your child getting a bad grade. And I know many parents, for example, who think like this, my mom was like this, God bless her heart, she would get, she would feel like it's personal if one of us got a bad grade when we were younger but this can be anything you know this can be with friendships with people you're close to let's say you're in a business partnership personalizing is when you just take it overly personal and you feel like it's all your fault so once again notice if you do personalize this can be very negative very harmful because you're taking too much blame and you're not being able to you know just allocate it to every single person or you're being too hard on yourself Okay, so number three is overgeneralizing. Now, overgeneralizing, what it is, is when you make a single event mean something more than it is. So once again, let's say you're in business and you just had a launch and maybe it didn't go as well. Maybe you only got one client, but you wanted five. Overgeneralizing would be if from that one incident, you decide that you are a failure, your business sucks, you're going to go out of business. Now, I know this seems extreme, but many entrepreneurs, many people in general, they have thoughts like this. You know, it, we tend to overestimate, overexaggerate one single event to mean more than it should mean. And if we just give other examples, because I'm all about examples, let's say in your love life, you know, you had a partner who cheated on you, last relationship, right? Something terrible. And then from that moment on, you know, you just think to yourself that you are someone who people cheat on or no one's ever going to be loyal. And this is very common when I hear from people like 
if this person cheated on me, then that means that I'm gonna, I'm forever gonna not find a loyal person. Or once again, back to the business example, if this launch failed, it means that it will always fail. So, or, and then what this basically can lead to even is, you know, nothing good happens to me. Everyone hates me. I'm a failure. My business sucks. So overgeneralizing can be very nasty. It can be very harmful. So notice in yourself, once again, if you are someone who tends to overgeneralize, because it could be something to be reframed. Alrighty, so number four is labeling. Now, labeling is something that we do all the time. It's bad, right? Most of the time in a negative way, it can be in a good way as well. But labeling is when we assign labels to ourselves and to others from one incident, right? So once again, if I'm giving the same example, all men are cheaters, right? We take that from one or two guys, let's say, who've cheated on us. Or my business, this launch sucks. This program sucks because it didn't do as well. So this is very harmful, very negative, as you can assume, because when you're labeling stuff, you're speaking the you're speaking it into existence what you really feel about it and this basically just starts to manifest because the spoken word the spoken thought manifests so if you label people or men as cheaters you're manifesting that if you label this one program of yours as terrible as you know failure that's what you're manifesting but nothing is ever set in stone and everything can always be overturned so this is where labeling is also very important and something that you should look at if you find yourself labeling a lot and this can be to yourself as well if you think oh you know i'm a failure i suck at love whatever you label yourself with be more aware of the words you speak Okay, number five is mind reading. Oh, I know this is a big one as well. And mind reading is when we imagine we know what others are thinking. Now, I don't mean to sound a certain way stereotype, but I know women especially, we love to do this. We love to mind read, especially in relationships and friendships, whatever the case may be. And let me give you the perfect love example. So, um, for example, he didn't text me back, so he must not like me. Or she didn't respond to me, she must be mad at me. Or that client didn't get uh, back to me, she must not want to work with me. So it's basically mind reading. And what I've learned too in business, relationships, life, whatever the case is, is you never know what someone else is thinking or feeling. So when you find yourself overly assuming it, that's a sign that you need to reframe some beliefs and work on that because we never know what someone is feeling. We never can, even though you may think you know, you're 90% sure, you're still not 100% sure. Alrighty, so the next one is fortune telling. Fortune telling is when we predict the future in a negative way. And once again, I see this a lot in my business clients and entrepreneurs where if something didn't go right, maybe you think that, okay, it's never going to go right. You know, it's going to be terrible. Like if this launch didn't go well right now, that means in a few months when I launch it again, it's going to go wrong. So this is negative fortune telling of, you know, oh, this is going to be terrible. No one's going to sign up for my program. No one's going to want to date me. So it's basically when we're forecasting negatively. And like I said, we don't know what the future holds and you can always change the future by your present day thoughts. So fortune telling can also be very negative and it can be subtle. You may not realize you're doing this, but if you look, take a look at your thoughts, you'll be aware, you'll be able to see if you are doing some fortune telling. 
The next one, number seven, is shooting. <laughs> that sounds weird. But shooting is whenever you use critical words like I should have um, in order to basically make yourself feel bad. So I should have done this. I should have done that. He should have done this. I should have said this to this client. I should have said that to my friend. So once again, it's going in the past and it's blaming yourself for something that's already been done. So there's, you know, they say don't should yourself, don't, you know, could yourself, don't would yourself, you know, whatever happened in the past happened in the past. But this is when we overly harp on it and we think to ourselves, oh, you know, I should have done this differently. You feel guilty, you feel ashamed, and none of that is helpful. So notice if you are also someone who shoulds a lot. And the last one I want to talk about is the mental filter. So mental filter is when you only pay attention to negative evidence, right? So this is when even when something good happens, you take a look at the negative. Perfect example of this are celebrities on social media, right? It's not uncommon for them to have like thousands of positive comments, but that one negative comment, they tend to remember and it bothers them. This may have happened to you as well, right? So this is a negative mental filter where you're focused on the negative, you're giving it too much attention, while on the other side, there are so many more positives. So it's really important to always focus on the positive because where our energy goes, that's where the manifestation goes. Another example in business would be, let's say you had set out to manifest five clients, but you only got two or you only got one. Negative mental filter would be when you focus on the ones you didn't get. But what about the ones you did get? What about the clients you did get? And this is why I always say celebrate even if you got one client because that is a positive and that is just a sign that it's going in your direction. So mental filter, once again, is when you pay attention to negative evidence and you tend to downplay the positive. Alrighty, so these are some cognitive distortions that I wanted to talk to you about in really simple, basic terms. And I wanted to do so because maybe you've never heard of these before. Maybe now you have more insight as to, wow, like I have been doing this. So if you are someone who has been, you know, struggling with these negative thinking traps, I do want you to go to the show notes and download my free limiting belief worksheet because in that worksheet, I teach you how to reframe these thoughts. All of these thoughts can be reframed, all of them can be rethought, and if you just think about it more and you give it more focus and attention, you will be able to, you know, reframe them. So definitely click on the show notes to get this. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was something a little different, but this is so important when it comes to business, when it comes to anything. Alrighty, so I will see you on the next episode. Hope you enjoy this one, and thank you for listening.